Welcome to Encourage Her Podcast. I'm your host, Joe, co-founder and creator of a mission called Encourage Her. We are a God-given, purpose-driven mission to encourage and inspire women to live lives that encourage other women. It's as simple as that. We pray that this podcast encourages you, and then you turn around and encourage her. Thanks for showing up. We'll show up for you every Monday. Keep listening, share, review, and encourage her. Join our mission today. Monday is the worst day. Monday is the best day. Good morning, encouragers. It's Joe. Happy Monday. Last Monday, I joined you from quarantine. And I'm happy to say that this Monday morning, although my children are still home because of Martin Luther King Day, we are officially out of quarantine. I gotta say, it was trying. Two weeks of each of us not feeling too well um, due to COVID symptoms, some of us positive, some of us questionably positive, um, but for sure COVID took a toll um, on our health. And happy to say we made it through, happy and feeling blessed that we had very mild symptoms, and we're on the other end. So I'm coming to you this Monday with um, excitement and the feeling of potentially some normalcy coming my way again. I say potentially because nothing has been normal in 2020. So I sort of just live by the moment, which I've always tried to do anyway. But this year, I've had no choice, right? So like all of you, we're living week to week right now. So here I am Monday morning, but let's get going. Monday is something to be celebrated. Many people don't like Monday. I love Monday. It's a fresh start. You have an opportunity to make a new you. You really do. And although it sounds cliche, it's cheesy in January, so many people jump on it, few actually follow through, but you truly do have a shot at making some changes and making some decisions to make your life better. And I feel like every Monday we can do that. Every Monday we can look at our week and say, what am I going to do this week? Who am I going to be this week? How am I going to make change this week? So join me as I encourage you today. I'm so blessed to be able to encourage you um, this morning, and I'm so glad you're here. I obviously don't know what's going on in your world or your life right now, but I'm so blessed to be the one to be able to pour into you this morning. And I truly pray that by pouring into you and encouraging you, that you'll be able to turn around and find a woman in your life to encourage back. So yesterday, being Sunday and kind of our last day in quarantine, it was, I don't know, maybe 45 degrees or so, and my family and I have been trying to hike occasionally. It's not something we do every day or even every week, but my husband and I really enjoy it, and the kids have come to enjoy it. So we've been hiking certainly more often since um, March, whenever COVID started, and we just felt the itch to go hiking. So yesterday, we set out to a little local park and state park. And we did some hiking. And on the hike, I kind of just was hyper aware, for whatever reason, of the words I was saying to the kids. I don't know why, but I was just listening to myself. 
And I don't always like that. But as they're walking the paths and we're, you know, hiking around, I'm saying things like, ooh, watch out. And be careful where you're walking. Look where you're going. Get down here. I have three boys. Stay on the path. Watch out for the roots. Hurry up. Stay with us. And I just felt like saying to myself, like, stop talking. Let them just be. You know, but the mother in me and I don't know. I just felt like they were being a little wild maybe. I don't even know what was going on. However, as I was hearing myself talk and kind of direct them through the paths and just trying to enjoy nature and the sunshine, it was a really nice day. Um, I kept hearing myself, you know, and when I was hearing my own words, I thought to myself, a lot of the things I'm saying... I don't feel like they're what God says to me. So when we live a life of faith, believing in God, trusting in God, relying upon him to direct us, I don't feel like the things I was saying were the things that he says to me. So I just kind of started thinking a little bit about that on my hike in between, you know, directing them like a cruise director, (laughs) whatever I was doing. Um, And then the next morning, meaning this morning, I got into scripture a little bit and just kind of did... A personal study, I guess, on what does God say to us about our path. So when you're hiking, you know, there's typically a few main trails, and then maybe there's some offshoots, um, you know, some natural trails that people have um, walked on a few times and carved out as they went about their own free will off of the trail. Then there's like the main path, you know, the wider road, um, the broader path. And my children, especially, well, two of them, they like to take the more narrow road, maybe the risky route. They kept going up way above us and then like running down to the main path. My oldest and my youngest just stuck to the main path and kind of um, towed the line and they're not really risk takers necessarily. But my middle two, (laughs) my middle two, um, they're fun. But and they're risk-taking, and they were all over the place. So I was like thinking about this concept, you know, we all walk a path in life, and as a life of a believer, I can speak for myself, I'm trying to listen to where God wants to direct me and where he wants to lead me. And what the Bible tells us is we're really meant to go to the word for that wisdom. We have people in our lives, certainly who give us guidance and advice, and that's wonderful, And really, there only should be like a few people who you allow to give you that solid life-altering advice. You have to be really careful. But God certainly provides people, right? He's designed us not to be alone. We've talked about that. He's designed us for community. So lean on people. But ultimately, your first source of wisdom should come from the Word. So this morning, I went into the Word, and I was just looking around at what what does God say about the path, uh, specifically the path of a believer, and what should that look like? What should our walk through the wilderness look like? Because really, um, there's much imagery in the Bible about the wilderness and being lost, and people who don't have faith and um, a belief in Jesus were often referred to as lost. And when we want to be found and we want to find the path of God and stay on it, um, 
we are often in the wilderness and the world is sort of like the wilderness. Okay. It's dangerous. Um, it can distract us. It can scare us and create fear, which is not from God. It can offer many, many, many different paths, some of which look really attractive and actually aren't evil or wrong or bad, but it might just not be the path for us. So as I was in scripture, I came upon the Psalms and in the Psalms, there is a lot of wisdom and word on our path and the path that we're meant to take and how we are meant to take it. So I just want to be in scripture with you a little bit this morning. So if you have your Bible, you can pull it out, certainly. If you don't, you're listening to a podcast. So often when I listen to my podcasts, I'm multitasking. So that's cool, too. You can just listen along. Um, but if you want to come back later, I, I will be in the Psalms. You can refer to these later. We're going to start off in Psalm 16, which is written by David. And I'm just going to read you the whole Psalm. It's a shorter Psalm. A few of the Psalms are much longer, but I want to read this to you. And then I want you to particularly really listen to the words at the end of the Psalm. So here we go. Psalm 16. Keep me safe, my God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. Apart from you, I have no good thing. I say of the holy people who are in the land, they are the noble ones in whom is all my delight. Those who run after other gods will suffer more and more. I will not pour out libations of blood to such gods or take up their names on my lips. Lord, you alone are my portion and my cup. You make my lot secure. The boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have delightful inheritance. I will praise you, the Lord, who counsels me. Even at night, my heart instructs me. I keep my eyes always on the Lord. With him at my right hand, I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices. My body also will rest secure because you are will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, nor will you let your faithful one see decay. You make known to me the path of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence, with eternal pleasures at your right hand. So I want you to notice that. Verse 11, you make known to me the path of life. Here's the thing, ladies. What this verse speaks to me is God lets us know. He's always giving us clues. Even before we know him, I can look back at my life and I can see exactly how he was directing me before I even knew it. He prepares a way. He has plans for you and for me, and he's giving us clues. We just have to be checked in. We have to be aligned with his will, seeking his guidance um, in his word every single day to be filled with truth so that we can notice when he points it out because he is. He's giving you joy and peace along your way as little clues that you're on the right path. Not that things that are wrong can't bring you joy. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is he, he allows um, evidence of his will for your life. You often just have to notice it and seek it and ask and ask for it. And he will provide it. He already has a plan and he wants you to follow it. His plans are far better than anything we could possibly imagine. So he gives us clues 
for our path of life. Many things in life give us this instant gratification feeling and then they fade. But with God, it's true life, full abundant life. So that was Psalm 16. I'm going to flip now to Psalm 37, which is a much longer Psalm. So I'm not going to read you the whole thing, but I want to focus in on Psalm 37, verse 23. It says, the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. Though he may stumble, he will not fail, for the Lord upholds with his hand. So I was thinking about this as I was talking to my kids, like, watch out for the branch, watch out for the roots, don't walk over there, it looks muddy, whatever I was saying. That was so annoying <laughs> to myself. Um, you know, my kids are going to stumble, as an example, and I'm there to help guide them. I would never let them fall, like on purpose. I would always be back, be right there to help them up. And I will always help steer them right back to the safer path. But especially my little guys in the middle, they're going to, you know, stumble and they're going to fail. And all of my children will have moments um, in their life that are mistakes. Uh, they'll, they'll misstep. They'll say things that are hurtful. Um, they'll make choices that are out of God's will. They're human. And often humans, unfortunately, right? I'm sure you can relate to this just like I can. We learn from our mistakes. And um, that's an okay thing. But to know that God will never let us fall and that he will always uphold us, even when we stumble, is such a beautiful thing. And I love that it said he makes firm the steps of the one who delights in him. So what that speaks to my heart this morning is he will firm up the way that you need to go. He will make that path straight as it says in the Bible, and and solid. And you will know and you will stand on firm ground because he is your foundation. So as you walk that path, he blesses your steps. You can also p- almost picture it like, and this is not what the word is saying, but this is what I'm picturing. I'm super visual. I'm picturing myself like standing on firm, solid ground because that is what the word gives us. It gives us solid ground under our feet. And then when we take a step, it's almost like we're taking a step into the unknown, into like you know, just air, almost like you're stepping off a cliff, right? And then he just provides that solid ground. With each step, he blesses your way. If you follow his path, he's blessing your your way. He's creating firm ground under your feet. And sometimes a branch is going to fall down. And sometimes something will distract you. The wind will blow and you may stumble, but he will always provide a way and he will always be there to pick you back up. He doesn't go anywhere. How beautiful is that? How amazing is that? Um, The last one I want to read you is from, let's see here, Psalm 119. And again, a super long psalm, but I'm just going to focus in on Psalm 119, um, verse 104. And it says, I gain understanding from your precepts. Therefore, I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet, a light on my path. So when it talks about gaining understanding from your precepts, that means when you're spending time in God's word, you're growing in understanding of his truth and the things that are pure, the things that are noble and good are the things you're focusing on, um, the godly way. So you start to recognize the wrong path. You start to feel maybe convicted about doing something or you don't feel peace about it. Again, those are clues. 
Like, don't go that way. You know, like I was doing with my kids. Ooh, be careful. You might not. Mm, don't go that way. Look over there. Notice that. That's not great for you. Um, that's not going to bring, you know, glory to me. These are the clues he gives us. We start to understand the truth and it seeps into our soul. Truly is like second, you know, our first thought, our, our um, initial thoughts become truth. When you're really absorbing yourself in the word, that's what starts to happen. It seeps in and you really do see the wrong path versus the right path. And his word, meaning God's truth, is like a lamp. Like when you're walking along that path, even if it's dark, which this past year has been dark for many of us. And there's been a lot of difficulty and maybe some um, insecurity or un- the unknown has been scary. And when you can know that God is, first of all, never going to leave you, as we said, he's going to make your path straight. He loves you. He has plans for you. He knew COVID was coming. Um, he's not surprised. He's got plans and he's with you. You're never alone. It's like a lamp lighting up your way. So not only is he making your ground firm, as we said, he has our firm foundation we can trust. He's also lighting it up like, here you go, you know, like a, like a little flashlight. Um, and it lights your path so you know which way to go. But again, in order to have light, we need to see, right? We need to have eyes open and um, a willing heart to follow. It is a two-step process, right? We see the path and then we actually obey and take it. Um, that's not, that's sometimes the harder part, right? It's like, oh, he wants me to go this way, but this way looks really desirable. This way is quicker to success. Um, this way feels, you know, instantly better. This way looks long, but it is good if he's shown you the light and that is the way you go. So another little thing, and this is not from scripture necessarily, but I noticed as we were hiking was when you're on the trails, they're often color coded. And while you're walking along the paths, they give you these little, you know, depending on where you are, often it's a spray painted little circle and it's color coded to let you know, stay on the blue path, stay on the yellow path. Um, And sometimes you have a choice. Oh, we got to the end. We get to go blue or yellow. Which way should we go? Right. Um, And you have a map to kind of lead you around. The word is the same. God gives you, your life is the same rather because of the word. God gives you clues in your life. Those little confirmations, sometimes not so little, but if you ask, Lord, which way will I, which way should I go? Also make sure you ask him to give you confirmations and then really seek and look for them. Often those confirmations about which way you should go, they're more like feelings, a feeling of peace, a feeling of joy, a feeling of excitement or certainty. Um, Peace is the biggest one for me when I'm trying to make a decision. If I don't feel full peace about it, then I don't walk that way, or at least I try hard not to. And often once I accept that peace and I start taking steps in that direction, I feel excitement. You know, the nerves go away, the fear is gone, and it's like, whoa, let's go. Um, And that's how the Lord wants us to be with him. His ways are light and easy. When he asks us to do something, as he said, we still may stumble and fall. Doesn't mean life is perfect, but it means he's going to be there to light your way, to make your ground firm, and to stand beside you and walk with you. Um, it's kind of beautiful and when you picture it. And when you think about, there, I've seen it often, but that picture of someone walking along the beach and there's like invisible footprints next to that person, that's like what he does. He walks in life with us. We can't physically see him and that can be hard, but know that he's there and know that he's walking with you, whether really you're following him or not, he wants to walk with you. 
and he wants to give you guidance. He's left this huge book of words for us with wisdom and uh, knowledge and joy and excitement, all kinds of things in the word for us. Um, So I suggest that you um, really seek peace. And today, more importantly, um, try to get into the word. And if you have a decision to make, ask him, ask him to give you confirmations, ask him to light your path. And he will, he wants to, he wants to be with you today along your path in the wilderness. Ladies, I hope this encouraged you. It certainly encouraged me in my little study this morning. We all have decisions we make every day, and we all have paths that um, pivot or change throughout life. Sometimes we wonder if we should be on the same path still. Ask God. He knows. He knows the plans he has for you, and they're incredible. doesn't mean they're going to be perfect. doesn't mean you won't stumble and fall, but it means that he'll be there with you, and he'll provide peace and joy along the way. Get out today, ladies, if you can. If you're not like me, stuck in quarantine like I was last week, get out in the world and encourage somebody. I guess even if you're home, right? You could top on social media. You could text someone or call someone. Find a way to encourage someone else today on her path. She needs it. Maybe now more than ever. You could be the woman who encourages her today. Make that choice. Let's be women who encourage and change this world through encouragement. I'm truly believing in this mission. I'm truly believing it's going to happen, girls. And I'm so glad you joined me this morning. Thank you for listening. Get out there and crush a Monday. Crush some goals. Set some goals up. Rest, whatever it looks like for you today. Go do it. And love every minute of it. All right, ladies. Love to you all. I'll catch you again next Monday. Get out there and be an encourager. Thanks for joining me today. It was fun being together. I hope you feel encouraged. I'll see you next week. Get out there and be an encourager.